Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about anterior uveitis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerotofinals.com slash anterior uveitis or in the ophthalmology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Anterior uveitis is inflammation in the anterior part of the uvea. And the uvea involves the iris, the ciliary body, and the choroid. The choroid is the layer between the retina and the sclera all the way around the eye. Sometimes anterior uveitis is referred to as iritis. Anterior uveitis involves inflammation and immune cells in the anterior chamber of the eye. The anterior chamber of the eye becomes infiltrated by neutrophils, leukocytes, and macrophages. And this is usually caused by an autoimmune process, but it can be due to infection, trauma, ischemia, or malignancy. Inflammatory cells in the anterior chamber cause floaters in the patient's vision, which is like little marks that float in and out amongst their vision. Anterior uveitis can be acute or chronic. Chronic anterior uveitis is more granulomatous, which means it's got more macrophages, and it has a less severe and a longer duration of symptoms and lasts more than three months. There's a few associations to be aware of with anterior uveitis, particularly the HLA B27 related conditions. And these are autoimmune rheumatology conditions like ankylosing spondylitis, inflammatory bowel disease, and reactive arthritis. Chronic anterior uveitis is more associated with granulomatose type conditions such as sarcoidosis and tuberculosis but also syphilis and herpes virus. So how do patients present? Well anterior uveitis usually presents with unilateral symptoms that start spontaneously without a history of trauma or precipitating events. They may occur with a flare of an associated disease such as reactive arthritis and symptoms will come on with dull, achy, painful red eye, something called ciliary flush, which is a ring of red that spreads from the cornea outwards, reduced visual acuity, floaters and flashes in the vision, sphincter muscle contraction, which causes meiosis or a constricted pupil, photophobia, which is due to ciliary muscle spasm, pain on eye movement, excessive tear production, and even an abnormally shaped pupil due to posterior synecce, which are adhesions, pulling the iris into abnormal shapes. Let's talk about management. The nice clinical knowledge summaries on red eye say patients with potentially sight-threatening causes of red eye should be referred for same-day assessment by an ophthalmologist. Anterior uveitis or iritis is a potentially sight-threatening cause of a red eye, so patients with suspected iritis or anterior uveitis need immediate admission for same-day assessment by an ophthalmologist. They need a full slit lamp assessment of the different structures of the eye and they need their intraocular pressure measured to make sure that they don't have glaucoma. And with this assessment, they can establish a diagnosis. The ophthalmologist will guide treatment choices This may be with steroids, which could be oral, topical eye drops, or intravenous steroids. They'll use something called cycloplegic mydratic medications. 
such as cyclopentalate or atropine eye drops. Cyclopegic means paralyzing the ciliary muscles, and mydratic means dilating the pupils. Cyclopentalate and atropine drops are anti-muscarinic medications that block the action of the iris sphincter muscles and the ciliary body. So these medications dilate the pupil and they reduce the pain associated with ciliary spasm by stopping the action of the ciliary body. They may be started on immunosuppressants such as disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs or DMARDs or TNF inhibitors. Other options in severe cases include laser therapy, cryotherapy and surgery. So thanks for listening to this episode on anterior uveitis. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. I'd also like to say a massive thank you to everybody who's left a comment on the Zero to Finals podcast on iTunes or whichever podcast app they use. This makes a huge difference to my motivation. I really enjoy reading all the comments and it keeps me motivated to keep making really useful episodes for you. Don't forget you can find everything on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode which will be about episcleritis.